Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. I wonder, if, like, I wonder how people feel about that intro. <laughs> Does anyone actually like say it with Chad? Because I feel like I say it with you in my head. It's it's like automatic, but I wonder uh-huh. if people just skip through it. Maybe. Anyways, we have a fun <laughs> devotional prepared for you all today, so Tori's gonna jump right in. Yes, you guys. Today we're reading out of Ruth one verse sixteen, and the devotional is titled "Wholehearted." It says. But Ruth replied, don't ask me to leave you and turn back. Wherever you go, I will go. Wherever you live, I will live. Your people will be my people and your God will be my God. The love letter from God says, beloved child, I will never leave you. My greatest desire is that you would follow me with your whole heart. But I do not force my children to follow me. Each person makes a choice. You must honor your mother and father and treat them with respect. But if they do not follow me, I want you to be careful not to allow them to confuse you or cloud your vision of me. First and foremost, you are my child. Seek me above all else and do what is right in my sight. This will not be easy, but it will bring your soul the perfect peace that surpasses all human understanding even in difficult family situations. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, relationships that are formed specifically by God are stronger than any other kind. After Ruth's husband died, she knew that it was best to follow someone who would lead her to God. As important as family is, be careful that those you follow are seeking God first. If not, Even those you love the most can lead you astray. The treasure of truth says, follow the people who will lead you into a closer relationship with God. Amen. I love that that's the treasure of truth Mm -hmm. where it's not about follow those who commit a bunch of holy acts, right? but follow those who lead you into a closer relationship with Jesus. Because I saved two little pieces of scripture um, before this devotional. I'm just going to kind of play them off of each other real quick. Cool. So from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, I'm going to read to you. Um, well, actually, I'm just going to paraphrase a little bit. So basically, there's that rich young ruler mm-hmm. who lived such a holy and righteous life. He came to Jesus and said, right. what do I have to do to in order to like get into heaven? Mm-hmm. Right. And Jesus um, looked at him and said, you need to obey my commandments, essentially. And, and he said to him, teacher, I've kept all of these things since my youth. And then it says, verse 21, looking at him, Jesus showed love to him and said to him, one thing you lack, go and sell all you possess and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come and follow me. Mm-hmm. And it says the man was, was, was sad. Downcast. He, he was downcast and he mm-hmm. walked away. Yeah. And so this was a man that had his life together. Right. He was a rich young ruler. Mm-hmm. He was godly. He was all this stuff. Right. And he couldn't sacrifice the one thing that was keeping him from Jesus. Mm-hmm. But then you played off of. Uh, the gospel of Luke chapter 19, which is the story of Zacchaeus. Hmm. He was a tax collector. And right. You guys know at that time. They it, were hated. Yeah. They were thugs. They, yeah. The people did not like them at all. Yeah. And as Jesus is entering Jericho, Zacchaeus hears of this man and he mm-hmm. wants to hear from him, but he's short. Yeah. So he climbs a tree and Jesus says, come down for there. I must stay at your house. And whenever the people are seeing what's happening, Jesus says, I am going to stay with you tonight. Yeah. And then the people freak out and they basically say, he has gone to be a guest of a sinner. Yeah. Why would he do that? Right. Yeah. And then Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, look, 
look, Lord, here and now I give half of my possessions to the poor. And if I have cheated anybody, anybody out of anything, I will pay back four times the amount. Yeah. And Jesus said to him, today salvation has come to this house because this man too is a son of Abraham. Mm. And I just think it's so interesting that there was a man who was super godly and walked away downcast. Yeah. And there was a man who was not. Yeah. And he, and he, his house was saved. Right. And so we do have to be so careful with what we value in somebody. Right. Are we valuing their, their godly actions Mm -hmm. or are we valuing their surrendering to the Lord? Yeah. Or even their status. Yeah. You know, in the church. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started on that. Well, I mean, it's, it's such a real thing, you know, cause I feel like I was watching a sermon uh, recently and it was talking about how a lot of people feel like they can't get their own word from God, but they have to go to church and hear it from the pastor or hear it from who whoever's on the pedestal and they're not actually recognizing that they themselves can get into the word and hear from God. Like that's, that was the point of Jesus coming down and dying so that we could have a personal relationship with the father. And yet somehow we've put a lot of people on these pedestals and think that just because they're on a pedestal or a platform, they have a closer relationship with God than you can have. And it's just not true. And so we also have to be very careful with who we're following and why we're following them. Are we following them because they're cool and they say things that make you feel good? Or are we following them because they actually lead us into the presence of God and we get to know the father deeper? Amen to that. Yeah. Do you want to pray sign out, baby? Yeah. I was getting a little, a little passionate about yeah. that subject. Um, yes, y'all let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you that you're a good father. We thank you that as we seek you, we find you. That we get to have a personal relationship with you, God. That you love us each so uniquely. And that you have a purpose for each and every one of us. God, I pray that if we've put anyone on the pedestal of our heart, God, that you would remove them. If we've put anything on the pedestal of our heart, that you would remove that thing. God, we want you and only you on the throne of our heart. There is not room for anyone else, including ourself, including our selfish desires, including our selfish motives. God, I pray that you would remove these things from our lives so that we can live fully for you, God. We don't want things holding us. We don't want things holding on to us, God. You came so that we could walk in freedom. God, and if there is anything that we are having a hard time surrendering, Lord, I just pray for our hearts and our minds to be renewed today, that we would remember that your will is better than our own. So anything that you are asking us to surrender, it is worth surrendering because your will is perfect and pleasing and way better than our own, God. So I just, I thank you for being good. I thank you for being for us. I thank you for just being a righteous and holy and merciful God, a God that is worthy of all of our praise and all of our devotion, all of our admiration. God, everything we do, I pray that it would be for your glory and not our own. God, renew our hearts and our minds today. So, Lord, we're going to open up the floor for our listeners to continue praying and pressing into you. And Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them. So cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds. I'm desperate for your limitless love. 
Amen, God. Amen, God. Amen, y'all. Thank you for tuning in. And if you found this devotional helpful, feel free to share it. We yeah. always love it uh, whenever we see people sharing on Instagram and stuff like that. Yes, for sure. It means a lot to us. Love you guys. We'll be talking to you tomorrow. Talk to you guys tomorrow. Ciao, ciao, ciao.